This is your boy, Heel Will Mahoney, and you're now turning up the heat right here on the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Here we go again, folks, with another episode of the Flaming Hot Topic series here at Big Gold Belt Media in conjunction with Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Flaming Hot Topic is where we take that one really juicy topic of the week in terms of professional wrestling, deep dive into it, unscripted, um, and for better or for worse, we definitely are going to be uh, very transparent about our thoughts about it. So uh, this is where things could be potentially get a little juicy or could get real, whatever you want to call it. But nonetheless, it is another episode of Flaming Hot Topic, episode 21. And then this week, Jamal and I, we're here to talk about Tony Khan's big announcement. Ooh, what would it be? But first, before we do that, I just want to say once again, because <laughs> I'm going to keep saying this. I don't know why folks kept thinking this was going to be the streaming deal. I just don't get it. Just don't get it. It wasn't It wasn't crossing T's. It wasn't dotting I's. It didn't make sense. But it was announced on Dynamite this week. And this week, as we uh, record this on April 22nd, um, so on this week's edition of AEW Dynamite, Tony Khan opens up the show with his announcement alongside Tony Schiavone saying, guess what, folks? AEW is going to be doing a joint show with New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that show is going to be called Forbidden Door, taking place at the United Center, June 26th, Sunday. Tickets going to go on sale May 6th. AWTix.com and Ticketmaster the Devil. Um, first off, Jamal, let's let's uh and how you doing today? First off. Um, I am currently in downtown Seattle, Washington, on my way to Alaska before my flight up there. So I am in the middle of things, but it doesn't stop the news. So, yeah. you know, I'm here to carve out a little bit of time to uh, as, you know, to kind of dig deep dive into what in the blue hell is going on between <laughs> AEW and New Japan. Yeah, glad glad to have you here. Um, so first of all, let's let's start with the easy question: Are you in? You going? Does this interest you? Uh, well, actually, that's two different questions. Am I interested? <laughs> <You're right>. No. <laughs> Am I You're going? Right. Yes. Yeah. And and you know, without you know pulling back the curtain all the way, uh, I am privileged enough to say that the circumstances for getting tickets, uh, logistically, uh, you know, movements to get out there to Chicago. Um, it's going to be at the United Center. I know exactly where that is. And more importantly than all of that, the Milwaukee Brewers are in town. So don't think that I won't be flying to Milwaukee uh, and staying there for two games, Friday and Saturday, taking the train down 94 to uh, Chicago, and then seeing the White Sox uh, play at 1 o'clock, and then maybe slide into the United Center. Well, I'll, pull back, Monday. I'll pull back the curtains a little bit. Well, say WZO's opportunity for us to uh, be privileged enough to uh, uh, work press. Um, I think it's a good opportunity on that note. Um, the United Center is a big uh, box I've been wanting to check. I have never been. I've been wanting wrestling it's a nice to building. be there. Yeah, it's, it's a legendary, yet historic building, shall we add. A lot of uh, championships have been won in that arena. Um, oh, the Blackhawks want a thing? Hmm? The Blackhawks want a thing there. Yeah, true. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, just been something I've been wanting to do because most of the time wrestling's in Rosemont, which I like Rosemont, won't even fake. Uh, yeah. but United Center was the big thing for me. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, but uh yeah, we'll 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 we will um fingers crossed be in the building. Um all things should lead towards that. Um and um 
as always in terms of AW, we were privileged enough to work uh, press for it. So, and, uh, and here's the might... thing, also uh, working press, you know, we don't know who's going to show up there. Uh, yes, it's usually Tony Khan, um, yeah. but we don't know if any New Japan's, uh, you know, um, that's correct. Corporate yeah. talent are going to be there. We're going to know if any talent are going to be there. Um, that's correct. We obviously don't know what the pay per view is even going to be. Um, so who knows? Yeah, and I, I think that's that's the intrigue for me. I think there's a big margin of possibility um, and opportunity. So I'm interested in that. And anybody that you know that's a fan of ours or listening to us, um, definitely stay tuned because we will absolutely have that coverage available for you all uh, ASAP uh, once we're uh, boots are on ground. So you know we got we got you on that note. But yeah, you know, um, nonetheless, um, for what it's worth, Chicago, I love the city. Um, food, um, the architecture, um, and just other random things you may want to get into. Wrestling, yes, actually could don't be downtown think, in. Chicago. I'm not getting a Korean chicken bowl uh, when I when I get out there. Yeah, don't think I'm not getting uh, Portillos uh, when I'm out. Yep, there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, um, so far on that, no good. Uh, I'm, I'm excited, but let's 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 get into the nitty gritty of this. So again, it's the AEW. And New Japan collaboration show presents Forbidden Door. Now, this is not the first time two promotions have done a cross promotion show. Let's just not be clear. This is also not the first time that New Japan talent has worked with AEW talent. Not AEW, but AEW talent, as most of these folks are from the ROH uh, tenure of that time. And yeah. these folks, before there was an AEW, we're basically cooking AEW up, as we know that um, All In was basically a combination of ROH, New Japan, and now of AEW talent before the AEW brand had exist. So, is this this basically is Tony Khan and New Japan Pro Wrestling for the first time ever doing the Forbidden Door, and we know the Forbidden Door is the Tony Khan gimmick. That's just what it is. <laughs> it's no, it's not a thing because if if, if you want to go across the board about the Forbidden Door. Uh well, Impact's been doing that. Well, well I mean, time. to be fair, the door is forbidden. It's not Im- impassable, and that, that's I think those are two different things. We're not. I also don't like, even think it's forbidden anymore. I think everybody's just doing it now. Well, well, but that's but that's also the thing too. Uh, when we talk about the forbidden door, which means that companies are working for companies in an unprecedented way, but well, that's really only relevant to North America, uh, because in Japan, freelancers yeah. float around all the time. Yeah, you know, exactly. in, in Japan, they they you know, one company may own three different wrestling companies and have everybody show up whenever. So it's That's not as segregated as people think. Same yeah. thing in Mexico. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, granted, they have their they have their disputes between AAA and CMLL and whatever, but a talent will show up where the money is. Yeah. Um, like 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 moths to a flame, like bees to the hive. If you got cash, and we talking, you know, services rendered, they're going to go where the money is. Now, because WWE has dominated the culture in North America as far as wrestling goes for the past 50, 60 years, and, that, and that's been uh, the North Korea of the wrestling world. Uh, you know, it's, once you get in, uh, you don't get out. And we've only heard stories and rumors from behind the scenes of what actually goes on be- behind enemy lines and stuff like that. Uh, you know, meanwhile, you know, the wrestling world kind of works like the European Union. Everybody's willing to buy in because money's being made. WWE is the only one that's been a stickler for not allowing talent to cross pollinate with other brands. 
So in that sense, that's why the door is still forbidden. And if you want to say what well, Impact's been doing it, well, it, it also has to be relevant. Uh, you know, Impact I, really hasn't made the, the waves that other people would like to make. If more people watch Impact, this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, here's my thing. I I I don't care about the popularity of it. It's just that it happens. You know, it's just like you you can't, and that's why it's a gimmick. It's it's not actually an accolade, and I think that's what I try to make sure that folks get it. Like this is Tony Khan's gimmick, the forbidden door of saying he he's been the prior deer of doing this, and that's not actually true i mean though he's that's doing not it accurate that's the narrative based on what i just said and again i think it all comes down to the fact that if impact were as popular as wcw there's no way that Khan can push the narrative of a forbidden door that's if true Ring of Honor mean, were as popular as wcw there's no way that Khan can push the narrative of a forbidden door because new japan and ring of honor literally had border wars for five straight years yeah also i don't even think it has anything to do with popularity i just think that if wrestling fans were just or try to just immerse themselves in just a little. Well, they bit don't more because education. they're lazy, fat, and stupid. I mean, that, right. that's really what it comes down to. Right. People... Well, 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 that's why we're here. That's that, that's exactly right here. If folks are going to yeah. listen to us, going to be like, you know what? You're right. He he is walking around with this with this pennant on his chest of the forbidden door. Yet folks right. have been doing it. So like, because it's you know cool. The people, the people that are saying that this is a uh, nouveau and stuff like that are probably WWE fans that have never experienced this. That's true. So or just fair, or just AEW fans. There are folks now that are, are literally only AEW fans, you know. Exactly. That, that so I mean, and they've grown enough where they've only seen this. And so yeah. for the ability for something like this to happen, I mean, granted, you can obviously argue how forbidden is it now since ROH is a thing. They did the thing with Impact, you know, a, a while ago. The, yeah. uh, their tag team champions are literally champions in AAA. What's forbidden about it anymore? But right. that's kind of to my point of uh, the narrative that's still being crafted is. Well, you didn't work with WWE. I mean, and that's that's kind of like, and obviously it's old hat, but it's it's still to the point of, uh, you know, the things that we're talking about, and I guess we're privileged wrestling fans to know. Oh, oh we just we're just fucking old. We're old enough to see that the history is repeating itself, because in the '90s, the AWA and WWF uh, worked together. Uh, yeah. Hulk Hogan was a big deal in Japan. Um, yeah. So it, it's it's and a bunch of other posts. Bunch of other exactly. folks you watch Dark Side of the Ring, and you know, if you had no yeah. clue, a Vader bunch of other and, folks. and you know, mm -hmm. uh, Ultimate Warrior, they're big in Japan, yeah, Legion of Doom, um, all the folks, yeah. So, yeah. the bottom line is, is that we're kind of old enough to see history repeat itself. That's so the that's kids it. that are under 25, uh, that are going, Oh my god, I've never heard of this, it mm -hmm. means because I've never heard of this or experienced this, it's completely new and have never existed before because you know how kids do, um, yeah, it, that's where we are, that's why we are where we are. Yeah, and I, I'm not mad at that. First of no, all, that's no, why no. I just want to. I just want to. I, I that's why I always want to keep labeling it as a gimmick because gimmicks do repeat themselves, and that's fine. If, if a promoter or owner is running a gimmick, that's it. Vince McMahon has has run the corporation gimmick. The corporation gimmick is sort of back again. So like these things happen and whatnot. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I I think that like yeah, if, if running this gimmick is bringing all eyes from all different demographic, all different uh, um, nationalities, wherever it may be, uh, whether you are a wrestling hardcore or just a, a fair weather fan, I think everybody looks at this for whatever way they want to and become interested. And hell, if you're a Marvel fan, you may look at this like, what the, hold on. <laughs> uh, 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 Dr. Strange is coming out in, in May. What they doing here with this copy, uh, with this uh, gimmick infringement part two? Using yeah, the whole, well, yeah. I well, mean, if Terminus can get away with it, true that, then, true that. Then you know, 
But um, I, I think that like, so you know, the, the the first thing I wanted to talk about was the branding of this. I thought was done perfectly. Like the name, I me personally, I think the name is kind of what campy. I'll just go with, but everybody's gonna take a look at this, and I think that this name will go down alongside of the names of All In because you understood what All In meant. And I think Forbidden Door, I think everybody across the board understand what this meant, whether it's actually true or not. Because you can even say the same thing with All In. Were they actually really broke afterwards? Did they really go All In? Or was this just like an opportunity to say that like, hey, we can do it, we're going to do it, and we're going to call it that. Whatever it may be, it both that worked. I For branding and for marketing, I think this works. Now, next part I want to go into this with you is this is AEW and New Japan. This is a um a, a joint promotion cross promotion pay-per-view we know what aw is capable of they have worked with other american promotions we also know how tony khan also has worked with other promotions <coughs> nwa um what if you're new japan what do you want what did you what did you when you sat at the table when you took the call what was what was what was that first bulletin point that you had to address well, I guess the first the first question that I would have from the New Japan side to AEW would be, who do you want? Because <laughs> if you want our biggest guys, and, and also more importantly, um, how long does this last? We know that the pay-per-view is going to be the pay-per-view June 26th in Chicago. But what we don't know, as we said, April 22nd, is will this be a season of, of interactions? Uh, we're going to have Tomohiro Ishii on a Rampage tonight, I believe, versus mm-hmm. uh, Adam Cole. Is this is that the first thing in the Forbidden Door season where, you know, the planets are aligned and the gates are opened and the doors cracked? Um, will we see more of that interaction going forward, building up to the pay-per-view? Will it just be a pay-per-view of dream matches versus, or will it be a storyline implication? So if I'm New Japan, the first question I'm asking is, who are you, who do you want? And if they're like, give me your top five guys, my question then would be is, well, what does that do for us? You know, and, and that's kind of the thing. Like, if it's like, well, you get distribution rights in Japan, or it's a New Japan world, or, you know, this will start the uh, New Japan Dynamite uh, Japanese translated uh, commentary, which also makes sense because now that they started that up, uh, this obviously gives Japanese fans an opportunity in Japanese to watch Dynamite as it relates to. So I think all of that, um, all of that goes into play. Um, all of that goes into play. And it, it is interesting that you have uh all, you have the dynamite in japan uh commentary and then now you have a dynamite uh not dynamite aw new japan pay-per-view uh that's that's by design so i think that it's not just a matter of like uh the tna deal where they said well send us the good brothers and we'll send you kenny omega nah this is a fully realized integration and we 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 didn't know what we didn't know at the point where you know hey well you know dynamite's going to be a new japan world that doesn't mean anything to us we don't speak japanese but now that the other shoe is dropped 
it's a fully realized integration that I'm interested in that to see what goes forward. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, you know, I would imagine that impact had a conversation with new Japan. I'm pretty sure that they both had had conversations about the landscape of wrestling, probably bringing up WWE, probably bringing up AEW. And the reason I bring this up in complete speculation is because in these conversations, this should trigger other thoughts. This should also, um, promote and probably provoke better business where one says oh well we got this deal and or we wanted to establish this deal and then they counteracted with this deal so that at this point now to have gotten to this point that you got you're getting ready to put on a huge pay-per-view i think the negotiation the terms are much more vivid than it would have been maybe a year or something ago so beyond that we you know it's no secret new japan has been trying to gain american territory so distribution and some type of publicity and so on like yes new japan has the access deal uh which is you know still a huge deal in its own to have that but you have to think that if they have access showing episodes of new japan pro wrestling what might they be able to leverage from AEW on this? Now, this is, is a pay-per-view, so this has nothing to do with Warner Media. But you would imagine that the folks invested into the pay-per-view aspect side of this, which is what fight and uh is Bleach Report still doing? I forget. Um, I I think BR Live is is the thing now. Yeah, Not Bleach oh, Report specifically. Wait, and BO, BO Live is still Warner Media, right? It is, yes. Okay, well, cool. well, Warner Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah, Warner Brothers Discovery. So I just would imagine that they want to make sure that there's proper advertisement done for them, um, whether it's you know, product placement or whatnot within the arena, uh, merch sales and doors probably split. I mean, it's definitely split. It's a cross-promotion show. Um, so, you know, that um, I'm sure they wanted to ink a deal here. Um, and, 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 and then, you know, you start thinking about booking, want to make sure that everybody's brand is protected um this won't be like an episode of dark where these enhancement indie talent are not getting over like they did with <laughs> um no like they did with uh Takeshita from ddt he's literally their champion and he had two matches on elevation yeah that's not happening um so you know you know i just think it, it, with that I, I just have a good sense of confidence that like this is going to be a good pay-per-view because i think that the minds at hand has enough sample knowledge from the forbidden door been already went you know passed through numerous times that everybody knows exactly what they want to do what they're not willing to leverage and what they are willing to compromise with and i think that's like uh going to be a telling thing and we all know that new japan pro wrestling is a juggernaut wwe was there was rumors that they were interested in working something out with them um and AEW kind of like <laughs> snickered and was like <laughs> okay and here we are with that so um you know it's just interesting to see uh you know what is to come of that it makes me also think too why the new japan and the, the the wwe thing didn't work out and again you take that into consideration and say well they learned what wwe was going to do and what they were not going to do and you take that same bit of knowledge and 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 and, and trial and error and you come back to AEW and say like look wwe offered this so which i want to do and whatnot so I just think that, you know, in terms of being a cross-promotion show, I don't think not one person is going to get walked over because the big 
case of me even saying all of this right now is that that was everybody's big thing with impact where they did not get anything from that they got a quick three months of kenny omega <laughs> just completely putting eyes on a product but then once he left it was just as good as when the bullet club left roh so did the well, fans i mean to be fair though that's what they got out of it um this you know this was it, it's, it made it's not a good deal relevant. I, I it's not say, a good no, that's, deal. that's not the point though uh whether it's a good deal or not isn't the issue you're saying that they didn't get anything out of it when they got ratings out of it um it, you know impacts ratings were you know bottom tier barely scraping the top 150 yeah, people and were ratings, talking about it, and people were yeah. watching. Not a question. Yeah, no, 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 no. But that's the thing. Like, people watch everything. <clears throat> you know, I'm still watching Choco Pro, even though I'm going to be in Alaska, you know, tonight. Um, I don't care where I am on the moon. I'm going to watch what I want to watch. But the bottom line is, is that more people watched when AEW was doing a thing, integrating the product. Yeah. Um, you know, all, all of a sudden, I'm watching a moose match for no reason. You, know, <laughs> so you can't say that. You can, that can't be understated. Yeah, really yeah. I just, I'm just thinking like when I when I when I talk about what is a good deal, like well, you're again, right. Again, you, you, you you hope you hope in doing that that by bringing Kenny Omega over and you're doing that whole thing that it puts more eyes on the product, not just now, but you 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 basically inherit more fans. And when they left, and when he left, then they left. My my biggest comparison to this is the whole Sony and Marvel deal with Spider Man. When Spider Man went to the MCU, which is Disney. Folks were completely invested into the MCU and Disney, and Spider-Man is one of the hottest characters, if not the hottest character property uh, outside of Batman. So when you, as Disney, says that we need this from Sony, which is already a statement in its own, folks not only was not really aware of the ramifications of the deal, but more folks watched the MCU, and the money speaks for itself. Now we look back at it, and now that Sony stands on their own two feet, now that the deal has been complete, are people invested into the Sony product? Absolutely, yes. Look at the money that Spider-Man uh, No Way Home just brought in. That's what I would imagine wrestling companies would do in these situations where you say, if we're going to use a loan or, 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 or some type of deal, that it not only just makes magic now, but it's sustained for some duration of time. And it was like... Now, it was me, like the, the lights cut on and the roaches got out of there once Kenny Omega left. Let me, so. let me ask you this though, and that's why I don't that's why I don't think that's a fair comparison. Uh, because not only did Spider-Man No Way Home, that's the third installment in that series, right? Sony. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So Sony. in in that particular um Spider-Man run with Tom Holland, that's the third one, right? Yeah. Okay. So not only do we have a precedent set and, a, and an ingrained fan base that's based on the fact that they've also been doing Spider-Man movies for 20 years, back when Tobey Maguire was doing a thing, and even before that. Yeah. Now you have this integration with the Marvel deal, which can't be walked back. And then on top of that, you have um, No Way Home was heavily integrated with uh, Doctor Strange. But it so, still was the Sony property, though. But you see how the that's deal not what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm -hmm. not an apples-to-apples -apples comparison with Impact and AEW because of the fact that the impact um, and AEW deal wasn't nearly as integrated as the Marvel and uh, Disney Sony deal. Okay, then that that is, that's my issue. Then I get exactly what you're saying. That's exactly my issue, and that's why right. 
I think that when New well, that's Japan, what we said, that's what we said when it happened. We were like, "Well, where's the women's division? Yeah, How many yeah. women are going to walk through the women, uh, forbidden door? Yeah, How come yeah. we don't have knockout championship matches on on on, on dark and dynamite? How come you know, we don't have? Well, hell, I mean, if they came through, send everybody else. We can yeah. send, and then they sent Christian. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, so absolutely. Yeah. You're you're right. You that and you know, just for the sake of today's show, you're you're right to bring it up because yes, that 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 actually that's that's the core of the rotten apple right and, there, I, and i think to be fair though the, even in new, new japan we've already seen them have a, a a more integrated step in the in the direction forward because of the fact that the before anything happened dynamite is premiering on new japan world in japanese with live japanese commentary from new japan stars that obviously is a bigger deal now knowing that the japanese audience will have a live catered experience for them to enjoy the product which will mm -hmm. obviously have ramifications going forward to um you know to the pay-per-view because if you go well well by itself dynamite airing live in japan doesn't matter because it airs at seven in the morning mm -hmm. you know something like that mm -hmm. so that's obviously they're not trying to reach a um you know particular audience live they're not trying to you know like beat the today show or whatever the hell Japanese morning show it is, or the cartoons in the morning, you know, they're trying to, you know, cater to that audience that's already there. They know the people in uh, AEW or the people that are fans of New Japan and that Japanese audience is aware of AEW. Um, and they're trying to give them a little bit more that, oh, by the way, we're actually going to do a thing with them. And I think that that's smart to catch the Japanese audience up. Now, looking past the pay-per-view, is this a one and done? Will we see a Japanese uh, and, and, and New Japan and AEW show versus an AEW and New Japan show? Is somebody yeah. going to Cork and Hall to do a thing? Got to. Uh, you know it. You know it. Let's just let's just call it what it is. Do, do you, let's let's for this for the sake of the show. Is that happening? Yes or no? Um, it should. Um, yeah. Is that happening? I, absolutely. I think it should. Um, I, you per, know, perfect world. Uh, not the resurgence of the uh, the COVID nineteen, which is. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, like COVID notwithstanding, because you know, because COVID is the real heel in this. Um, but the but the longer short of it is, is that you have the point is that and it's two things that we can confirm right now. This is already a better deal than whatever New Japan, I mean, rather the uh, AEW and TNA <laughs> had, just by the fact that they're trying to catch the audience up in real time. No, be, beyond that, AEW's acknowledging Impact. I mean, acknowledging uh, New Japan. They didn't. They never acknowledged Impact. And then it's also number two. <laughs> Because yes. when they taped um, the Moose Kenny Omega match at Daly's place and use AEW wrestlers and all that stuff, that was for Impact. So yeah. it was, you know. So the so bottom line is, we're, we're already way past that. That that's yeah. number one. Um, number two, it does seem like this looks to be a long-standing partnership. But I do believe that they are going to. This is the feeling out part. Uh, they they both have a plan and have agreed on a plan going forward, and that's something that I don't think WWE can ever do. They want their guys to be their guys because they're their guys. Yeah, I that's why the, the Saudi, that's why the Saudi deal is, is so much sweeter because it's like money to put on shows for them to do mm -hmm. it the way they want to do it, and they please the Saudi prince. So it's like a presentation to royalty. That's very easy because you can protect your 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 folks in the way you want. It's, and yeah, but it I makes, also think that's a different situation too because right, you know, right. it, if we said WWE will give you ten billion dollars over the next ten years to put on a show in, at National Harbor. Yeah, they're going to say yeah, yeah, and, and and Harbor Slam is going to be a thing for the next ten years. Right. Uh, I just 
I just bring the comparison up because like when you start thinking about international wrestling events, because the fact that they do this on American soil, you will have to think they want to go um, and, and do this in Japan the next year, because I don't consider this to be like part of the AEW's big four. I think this would just be that special attraction show that may at any given point of the year may happen, right. which is equivalent to the Saudi deal in WWE, which you say it has WrestleMania feel, but it's not actually part of the big four, big five. It's just that special attraction contractual deal that happens at some point of the year. Do we get it once? Do we get it twice? You know, pandemic said no yeah. times. You never know. So that's, that's why I kind of was equating it to that, like international wrestling events that are basically ad hoc. Um, this, yeah, the Saudi deal is basically the most expensive house show of all time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So, so that, with this said, I have, I have three questions. And, and you know, and this, this these are the next three questions that I have going forward. The first question is, do you care? Now, I don't watch New Japan. Um, I don't know a lot of these guys. I know them by name. Um, I don't watch the product. Uh, the product doesn't interest me. Um when you first heard about this and the rumors about it, were you initially excited in that, like, uh-oh, the last barrier, obviously WWE is not going to play with anybody, but the last barrier has finally been broken down. You know, that's a lot. It's a lot. You're asking a lot there. I don't. Yeah, like, don't. Well, the, well, the simple question is, do you care? Yeah. So for, to go back to the other question, do, the last barrier has been not never crossed my mind. Did I ever consider this as a rumor? Also didn't care on that note, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued from a fan. I'm, a, I'm intrigued from what we do in terms of media and press. Um, and, and I also feel that this has the makings of all in that I did not was, it was not able to go to just on a different scale. So like there's an intrigue. And I also will be very honest to think that if I didn't, there may be a little bit of FOMO to come out of this in terms of new japan itself like i know who they are i know they exist um but we don't get new japan in america often also they're coming to dc randomly very soon um but it's just like yeah i know they exist i know they're respected i know they're desired so to see it in person sure why not and i think once i try it and and see what happens then i will evaluate that beyond here and i again you know i like wrestling as a sport i love to travel I love culture and I love architecture. And I think that this is a good, happy medium for all things that I love to travel and spend money for. So if I'm getting on the plane to go to a city that I enjoy with friends that I, that I, uh, that I'm cool with for good food, good experiences to, to kind of circle around, not only business, but pleasure. It's, it, it, I see no reason why not to. So that that's how I had to look from it. I had to look from it from more of a sophisticated standpoint than just a fanboy saying like, "Oh my god, it's the forbidden door." Like, no, I, I no, it wasn't. It wasn't like that at all. The announcement was lackluster to me as it as it stands. Um, it was not the streaming deal as we knew, or at least I knew. So I was like, okay, cool, good, good for Tony Khan. I know he's very proud about this. I know he's happy to be the catalyst of this, and good for the wrestling fans. Um, especially the, the the newer generation of wrestling fans, uh, this is a good thing for them because this is something they they're going to be able to point back to in their childhood and say, "Hey, you remember that one time that they did that?" And we've had that, you know, numerous times over for us. So that's why this is a little, you know, why the appreciation angle is just a little different for me. So yeah, so basically to to answer that question that I posed, um, officially right now, uh, as it stands, I don't care. Um, there are still a lot of questions. I have a lot more questions than answers. Um, we obviously don't know anything about anything about the show other than where it's going to be and when it's going to be. 
um, just solely based on the fact that it's in Chicago on a Sunday uh, means that I'm more than like 99% sure that I can make the show. But considering where we are in our position as wrestling fans, it's more of a, I should go for non-wrestling reasons. I don't really care about New Japan as a wrestling product. Uh, I'm more interested in stardom, which has not been announced whatsoever. Um, we don't know what that integration is going to look like down the road, if ever. Um, and as far as the talent goes, you know, my ignorance is what it is, but I, I haven't heard anything about any talent that makes me go, I need to be there for this match. Um, but because I do understand the resonance of the history, um, you know, makes me say like, well, that's a place I need to be there. I need that. I was there t-shirt. That's the t-shirt that you're going to want to get when you walk through the doors of the United Center. Um, the second question is, uh, of course, whether you care or not, is there a way for other companies around the world to piggyback off of this? Absolutely. Does this open the door for people to talk to New Japan and talk to AEW to create lightning in the bottle again? Yeah, that, I, I don't know the saying because I heard a lot of people go back and forth about what's actual, the actual saying to this, but it was called a dog eat dog world. Yes. Is that it? Yeah. So yes, that's 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 in theory what's going to happen. You're going to have other folks who say we want to do it too. Don't be surprised if Mexico take a look. Don't see to be surprised if uh, other Japanese countries take a look. Um, and and don't be surprised if if the European companies decide to take a look and say like what can we do? I mean, independent shows will do the same thing. You know, it's it's literally like a if this makes money and makes sense, then we're going to do it too. So yes, absolutely. You know, and again, I, I want to get into the, the, the whole, you know, uh, who, who did it first type of thing, but we know how pro wrestling companies are. When one person, when one person does it, people tend to want to follow. And here we go with the new wave of cross promotion shows coming again. So that's that. I really hope that that's the case. And I hope it turns into a multi-day event. Um, and I also hope that it turns into, uh, you know, if you don't play the game, you won't know or care. But I hope it turns into Pokemon Go Fest, where <laughs> it's a multi-day event where people all around the world come through and enjoy the product. And even if you're not going to the event, you can still reap some of the benefits of the event uh, by being in the town that day. That's kind of what WrestleMania has become. It's bigger than the event itself, though the Sunday is usually reserved for the event. But I really do hope that it becomes that. The third and final question is, what's the one match that you would need to see happen uh that would well just what's the one match that you would need to see happen uh based on your knowledge of AEW and, and, and uh new japan i you know i, I spoke to uh phil of grapsity uh podcast on fightful.com last night and he brought up a lot of good ones and i kind of snuck mine in there um and i didn't really like uh really uh get into it deeply but for me, this is sort of a very interesting backdoor way of getting more television for Chris Bay. Therefore, I would love to see the Bullet Club, which is New Japan. I would love to see them wrestle the Dark Order. And numbers is the first reason why that makes sense. But also, I think because the Dark Order has a lot of talent that folks really don't tend to appreciate because of what the gimmick and the BTE stuff um, present. Well, the, booking, the booking isn't there for them anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, well, what's better to put more eyes on them than 
to have them go against what's going to be once again the hottest fraction going forward in the Bullet Club. Once the Bullet Club hits AEW territory, it's a wrap. It's it's back to the ROH of whatever year that was. It's it's a wrap. So all the merch sales and all the Bullet Club stuff is all going to go through the roof. Um, and I would like to see um the Bullet Club be a part of this and whatever is going to be a five on five. It could be a six. It could be a ten on ten. There's so many members of the Bullet Club. I don't know how many members of the Dark Order. Uh, but hell, throw them all in there. I think it will be interesting. Also, just want to say that I just feel like evil absolutely fits the mo for the dark order i don't know why or how that needs to happen but we know in new japan especially at wrestle kingdom that uh folks get put into tandems that you like wait what and you just gotta kind of go with it especially on that pre-order uh pre-show and god hell for whatever it's worth get cheeseburger somewhere on this car i don't care how it happens just get them on there it just makes sense you can't have new japan working on american territory without cheeseburger being on the car and i know he's roh talent is he with this new roh we don't know i don't care make it happen so dude, that's um, what I'm going up with that yeah no i mean that, that that totally makes sense um i think the biggest thing for me uh would probably be uh kota ibushi which i think pretty sure he's still in new japan um kota ibushi versus uh jonathan gresham uh, if 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 Ring of Honor has anything to do with this, um, that's a match that I would definitely need to I'll, see. I'll take Pac and Coda too. By the way, I'll never take Pac in anything. Um, you don't like that? No, not really. Um, I mean, he's, you know, no, that's well, that's that's a different conversation for a different day. Uh, but no, uh, but yeah, Kota Ibushi versus Jonathan Gresham. Assuming that Ring of Honor will not be a part of this in any way, um, then I would say uh, Zack Saber Jr. I don't know what? if he's still in New Japan. Oh, he's not. I don't know. I've been I, strangely enough. I've been like wondering where he's been. I, I I haven't seen him wrestle in a long, long, long time. So don't quote me. I don't know if he's part of New Japan, but I I don't I I haven't seen him in a while. Okay. Well then, you know that that's cool. Um, assume let's assume that he's not. I really don't know. Um, but I think uh, God versus FTR would be a match that I would want to see as well. So. Um, yeah, I, I think there's obviously a, a mountain of interest, and we have two months to speculate, which is what yeah. wrestling fans do. Uh, but I really hope that Stardom gets in there somehow, and I really hope that this leads to a series of shows. You know, it doesn't have to mean anything, but um, uh, this could be the first of something big in the same way that All, All In was the first of something uh, big. So. Yeah, so I just checked. Zack Sabre Jr. is definitely with New Japan. I just haven't seen him wrestling in a long time. Um, So yeah, to remix that, give me Zack and Gresh. I mean, that obviously <laughs> if you could think of matter of fact, I'll take Zack and Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson if, if available. I want to see some good pure wrestling. I think, you know, there's a there's a lot uh in the conversation um, of, of of all of these promotions evolve, so you know, um, yeah. Anyway, folks, the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast is live each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for this episode, an edition of the Flaming Hot Topic series, episode 21, focusing on the Forbidden Door upcoming pay per view and announcement by Tony Khan. That would do it. Let us know in the comments your thoughts about all things said today. And we'll see you this coming Thursday. And whenever something else gets a little spicy, we're going to turn up the heat and we'll be back for another edition of the Flaming Hot Topic. See you then, folks.